Hey, this is Dr. Matt Chalmers, and you're listening to the Dr. Chalmers Podcast. We'll be covering how the body actually works so we can fix the things no one else can. So I talk a lot about hormones. The more I work with hormones, the more I see stuff that other doctors have done, the more irritated I get. Hormones aren't that hard. They're just really not that hard. I get it. Some of the stuff that I talk about is kind of difficult, and I understand why docs don't get it. Hormones are pretty easy. It's like flipping switches. When people draw TSH and they they look at it and they go, well, your TSH is good, so your, your thyroid's good. I understand that the T in TSH stands for thyroid. However, if you understand that the S stands for stimulating, then you understand that the way this works is that this is a hormone that works on the thyroid. It is not a thyroid hormone. It's a brain hormone, from the anterior to pituitary. It tells the thyroid to do stuff. So what you're actually saying is that your brain's doing a good job telling the thyroid to do something. You have to look at T3, T4 at least. Like if you want to pull the reverse T3, T4, fantastic. You want, there's other things to pull for thyroid, but you have to pull T3, T4 to say anything about the thyroid. Uh, in fact, you can't even really tell if TSH is where it's supposed to be without T3, T4, because what's supposed to happen is that if you have too much T3, your brain goes, ooh, we looked at the body and saw we have too much T3. We're going to make a lot less or no TSH so that your, your thyroid will then make less T3. But if your T3 is low, we should see high T3, uh, high TSH. That's what we should see so that we go, oh, look, the problem is with the thyroid. You're not producing any, any T3. But without the T3, T4, you can't, you can't figure out any of this stuff. So you've got to pull all three. Uh, testosterone is fantastic for women. It is fantastic for men. Men need a lot more, usually about 10 times more. Uh, you get a woman with 100 testosterone levels, that's, that's great. A uh, guy with 1,000, that's great. So that's where your 10 times more comes from. Estrogen is not super important for guys. Uh, you can keep it down in the, you know, most people can keep it in the 15 to 30 range and as men, and they're great. It is really important for women who are trying to have a baby or trying to breastfeed. If they're not trying to have a baby, they need very little. As long as they don't have vaginal dryness or hot flashes, night sweats, they've got plenty. I don't care if it's 20. If you pull up your, your, your hormones and you're like, your, your estrogen is 20. And you ask the woman, hot flashes, night sweats, vaginal dryness. And she goes, no, I'm great on that. I don't have any of that stuff. Then she's fine. Because again, the way hormones work is that the hormones activate receptor sites. Guess what? Other stuff activates those receptor sites too. Like BPA, soy, lots of all this plant stuff. Everyone's like, we should eat more plants. Yeah, you're flooding the body with estrogens. And a lot of those, a lot of those chemicals are estrogen based. Um, so that, which is problematic. The problem is, is that you can't see how many receptors you have. So you can only see how, many hormone, how much hormone you have. So the analogy I use for this, and this one's not great. I'm hoping to come up with something better from this later. But the analogy I use is like a parking lot. Let's say you have 50 spaces. Uh, and you look out in the parking lot and you say, hey, how many blue cars do we have out there? And they go, there are six blue cars. And so you go, great. That means out of the 50 spaces, there's six blue cars. So there's 44 open spaces. And they go, no, that's not what that means. You just asked me how many blue cars there were. There's five white cars, three red cars, two motorcycles, a bus, and an RV. You're like, oh my gosh, well, there's a lot more receptor sites taken up than there are estrogens. Well, that yeah, that's how that's one of the reasons we see cancer spool up. And then people pull estrogens and they're like, oh, your estrogen's fine. You're not estrogen dominant. Yes, you are. There you are. There's all the other trash that's sitting on your estrogen receptors. So that's the other piece. You kind of have to understand how these things work, where they should be. And if you look at a blood level, you should be like, oh, well, you should be here. 
but you're not. So that tells me that something else is activating these receptor sites. So um, that's the big thing. Testosterone is the healing hormone. It heals everything in your body, heart, brain, blood vessels, gut. Uh, I can't get ulcerative colitis to repair without giving people testosterone. Uh, bone density, uh, osteoblastic formation is driven by testosterone. So you have to have testosterone. It is the primary anti-aging hormone. So it's critically important. Um, there's, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's high. I might be wrong saying 90% of men who have low T and have anxiety and depression can be seriously helped, if not completely fixed by giving them testosterone. Uh, but I see it in my office every single day. So testosterone is super important. Uh, progesterone is kind of a betweensy. Uh, so, cause I hate giving women estrogen. Cause if you give a woman estrogen, you're just asking to give them cancer. Uh, just, and that's a great one. Just look up uh, HRT, estrogen, cancer. You're going to find lots and lots and lots of articles about women who were given estrogen and they got cancer. So we'll give them testosterone. Testosterone converts into estrogen. If the hot flashes, night sweats, uh, vaginal dryness doesn't go away, we'll give them a little bit of natural progesterone, and that will usually convert over into estrogen enough that they don't have any issues. Uh, it's only then that uh, I'm down for estrogen treatments for women. And it's like I said, it's very, very, very rare that they actually need them after the testosterone and the progesterone. There's a, there's a host of other growth hormones, a fantastic one. Like that's a big one uh, I use again for ulcerative colitis, for anti-aging. Um, so I like, I like getting it from the body. So I'll use peptides, somorlin, ipormalin, uh, tesamorlin. Uh, but you know, those are, that's kind of how we play with that. But the fear and the hatred that our country's developed for testosterone is hilarious. Uh, it, it's sad and hilarious. By the way, the, the hatred for steroids, I know a lot more women on steroids than I know men. I would say it's 50 to one. Uh, for the teenagers that women are on steroids, not men, uh, because estrogen is a steroid and birth control is taking steroids. Uh, so progesterone is a steroid, you know, it, it, they're all made from cholesterol. So that's a steroid is made from a sterol, which is cholesterol. So that's kind of where they're at, but that's, that's a big one. Uh, the only other big hormone that you really need to make monitor and get up is D3. D3 is a hormone and is not a vitamin, which I guess kind of goes to show the level of hormone knowledge that we have in the country. Um, I mean, the first rule of vitamin is cannot be made in the body and D3 is made in the body. So it violates the primary rule of vitamin to begin with. So this has been Dr. Chalmers, and our goal is to get as much accurate health and wellness information out as possible. Please subscribe and share so we can help even more people. Stay healthy and stay safe. You can find us on all social media at Dr. Chalmers One and Dr. Chalmers Substack. 